Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 170 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. That's a, that's, a, that's quite a few, Willie. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, my man who's running low on clothes. He sent a very troubled email late last night that, uh, well, you're, you're a victim. I mean, is it a larceny, perhaps, Willie? We could be looking at larceny. We could be looking at, you know, three to six months in jail. For the, for the, what do you call it? The culprit. Yeah. I mean, so what, what happened? Christian, Christian, I knew he was going to wear his Oklahoma State vest. He was so excited. He did his first Oklahoma State duel a couple weeks back, and he bought a vest at the bookstore. You got to fit in. He loves it. Vest culture. Um, and I knew he was going to wear it for the show. And so I, I needed to offset that, right? So what do you do? You wear your Thomas Gilman Face Mush Fan Club t-shirt, right? Match, match. Produced, original, it's an original that's piece. A, that's a Sailor original. It's an original piece by me. Yeah. And. There's only two or three in circulation. So on Tuesdays, you bring in your laundry. It's here, amazing. Here at Flow. We should talk about laundry every day. So we, you know, we, we're a big company. We have a lot of people that travel constantly. So they have this laundry service. You bring in your laundry on Tuesday, it comes back on Wednesday. So we all put our laundry in. It comes back on Wednesday. Guess whose bag isn't there? Guess whose bag of laundry isn't there? This guy's. This guy's. Guess where the Thomas Gilman Face Much Fan Club t-shirt was? In that bag. In that bag. I can't wear it. I think maybe somebody from Oakley, Oakley State may have. Ooh, that's a theory I hadn't concerned. Somebody hadn't considered, I mean. Right? So Christian... Christian texts me, hey, by the way, I'm wearing my Okie State. You need to wear something Iowa tomorrow. You should probably wear something. Iowa, balance us out. Okay. Oh, my God. It was in that bag. Dang it. So. Well, you know what this really means? You need you need more than one Iowa shirt. I, I wish know. we were the same size. 
I could have brought you one. I, I do. You know what? I looked through everything this morning. I do have a Thomas Gilman Face Wash Fan Club t-shirt in an extra large. I know I ain't slim these days, but I can't pull off an extra large. That would look like a nightgown. You would look like Suge Knight. <laughs> Ricky Rosé. Um, Christian, the, the funniest thing, over Christmas break, we're G-chatting. He goes, I said, you get anything good for Christmas, Christian? He goes, well, I got a lot of, you know, I got some money. He goes, you might call it. You might call it a Christmas gift. I call it best money. Yes. Because yes. he's going all in on vests. Yeah. I'm really investing many, in my fashion. I'm only up to two right now. You have two vests? Yeah. But uh, there's both strong vests. So if you ever want to know what to get Christian as a gift. Size small. You can't uh, can't go wrong with a vest. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm embracing embracing vest culture right now. But now I look like su- super, super biased. You kind of hung me out to dry here. Um, you should well, have to read. You should not hate Iowa. Do not hate Iowa. That is a fact. Um, so, yeah. It's Iowa-Oklahoma State week. Everyone's excited about that. We're excited. First time that duel's ever been live on Flow we Wrestling. We're super excited and a little scared. I, as a day draws closer, <laughs> I have to call them today, the, rental, the RV place. I have to call them and ask, like, when I'm picking it up. I don't want to drive that thing. I thought Martin said he would drive it. He would drive it, right? He's not going to go pick it up. He's not even. He's in New York City right now. Of course he is. He's so big time. So this place is like 20 minutes away. Uh-oh. So I'm going to have to go get this thing and drive it. I think I might leave it in the parking lot here overnight because you have to pick it up. I have to pick it up Friday. I can't wait for the expense this thing. This thing is huge. You put the picture out. It is huge. We've, we talked about it last show. I'm a little scared of it. I did have a job once where I, I drove uh, semis. Whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I did. Stop lying. This is We're recording right now, Willie. Well, it, but I only drove semis in the company property, right? I didn't drive semis, like, on the highway. Semi meaning, like, a tractor trailer. No, it, listen, it was a juice, it was a juice plant. It's a juice factor. Listen, we like you, Willie. You don't have to just make things up. So what I would do is I had this rig, and I would go back back it up and hook it up to a tanker. Of juice. Drive it around. Of juice. I swear to God. Of juice. And I would back it in to these bays and hook up these pipes and pump it into silos. Um, juice but pump, I ain't uh, ready. I ain't ready to go out on the open road. Seven yet. hours of still water. It's probably twenty six hours. Y'all are gonna take it. I am driving hey, four miles an hour. Guess what? There's also supposed to be an ice storm. Yeah, I'm actually. The more I think about it, I'm I'm winning here. Not on this thing. You're not. I you, am. You so. want to you want to lie to yourself and say? Do you know how awesome this is gonna be? I got kids. I can't be risking it with, with Martin. Are you behind the wheel of something? You're not qualified to drive. You're not gonna get hurt, even if we crash. Yeah, what could happen? It would take a lot. It would take a lot. Did you ever see Ron Burgundy? Ron Burgundy? Yeah. Kyle, mo- remember when again RV accident? Yeah. They're all fine. Anchorman too. No one watched that. Mm, it's very funny. It's very funny. There's, they just need to stop. Frail needs to stop making those kind of movies. We're trying to duplicate that. Re- all right. So that. how are you getting there? You driving yourself? Yes, yeah, so you loser. could. You could. So you can actually rent regular size vehicles and drive them up. What a loser! Going up the day before. So this could be good. We're, we're, do you want to go right into this duel, Willie? Do you want to go yes. things on the periff? You got all these jokes on top. I don't know what jokes you want to make. Why don't you just go there? Well, apparently, I don't know. I'm getting these text messages. Oh, yeah. I'm getting these text messages. I'm, I'm on a text message chain 
with Christian Bader and Tony Ramos. Classic. And apparently you guys have a bet going on I didn't even know about. Well, we bet at the scuffle. You're on me. We bet at the scuffle. on me with Tony Ramos. You need to not say things like that. Um, we... So I think, I thought, as of like the Southern Scuffle, that Marinelli's redshirt was for sure getting pulled at some point. And then Tony's like, I bet you it's not going to happen. I was like, well, I'm not going to bet any money. He's like, well, let's bet push-ups. So we bet 100 push-ups. You don't want to say what it is? It's 100 push-ups. Uh, what, was, what was the bet? I, I literally just said it. Okay, I was typing. Listen, lock in, type less. Uh, it was that Marinelli's redshirt was going to get pulled. Marinelli's redshirt pulled, okay. And he thinks no, I think yes. I thought yes. And he's like, why don't you pay up now on radio? I'm like, settle down, T-Ray. So do we get – if Marinelli's redshirt don't get pulled, do we film you doing 50? Um, it's 100. It's 100? I thought it was 50 also, but he he texted 100. I'm not scared of 100 push-ups. Now, I can't Can just, you do them in a row? In a row? Probably not. I mean, I could, I could do 50 pretty easily, but – I don't know if I could do 50 anymore. I used to – Really good at push-ups. I'm pretty good at push-ups. 108 is the most I've ever done in a row. When you're on bottom a lot, you, you know, you're not supposed to push up. That's that's a no-no. But, but you know, sometimes. So, and he said, Christian said, "Well, I'm still gathering information and gathering intel." And and Ramos is like, "Dude, they're, they're just messing with you." We'll see. We'll see. Um, at this juncture, I mean, I feel like we talk about it ad nauseum, but it's so big. Um, are you feeling good about the bet now or no? No. No. I'm not feeling good okay. about it. I'm not feeling good. Well, about you better it. practice push-ups then. Practice push-ups. I live a lifestyle of fitness, Willie. Doubt it. Doubt it. Um, okay. After that, would you do you want to talk about? Um, it's been a weird. It's been a weird season so far. In that, and you've kind of alluded to this a couple times. There's not been a lot of crazy things that have happened, and you may say, "Well, it's, it's kind of like this typically." Well, no, it's not. Number ones normally would have lost. One number one would have lost. At so this no point. number ones have lost. Gilman, Clark, Heil. That's because you didn't rank Goldberg one this year. <laughs> Boom. Oh, oh no! Say every yeah every number one that you could have ranked number one at that point would have lost at some point anyways. But yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, when I read that, when I saw that. Statistic. I was a little wow. Big stats guy. Um, that's that's crazy. But one, we just haven't seen a lot this year. And two, I don't know um, traditionally what the numbers are like. So how often, how how far into the year do we usually go? Like at this point in a typical year, how many number ones would have lost? A couple, right? I mean, at least a few. Four or five. I mean, think back to the thirteen fourteen season. That was the craziest thing ever. Where number one, a number one would lose every single week. Delgado, uh, he lost to Gilman and Nico. Mm -hmm. Ramos lost a couple times when he came in like the overwhelming favorite. He lost to Shop, who he had majored the year before. And then he lost to Cologne. Um, then you had Steber lost to Cologne Rutherford. Was Midlands, right? Cologne was River, uh, was Midlands, but he lost before then too to Shop. That was like first week of December. Then Steber lost. To Rutherford, mm -hmm. which was crazy. That was in December. Um, 149, everyone lost. Everybody lost. The, and the one that kicked it off, and this was the one that jump-started the entire year, was Bryce Bussler beating Kendrick Maple. Yeah, I remember that. That was really crazy. 57, 
St. John lost. Everyone everyone lost. Even 13-14. 13-14 was bananas. 65, David Taylor uh, restored sanity. He never lost. But then 74, Hal Perry. They went back and forth. 84, the biggest one of them all, well, debatable, between Steber and Dean Ruth. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. 97, everyone lost. We started the year number John one. Meeks. Taylor Meeks. Taylor Meeks. Taylor Meeks was like... Taylor Meeks was the number one guy. Was and the highest returning from the year before? And it was one of those number ones where, like, I have no confidence whatsoever. I'm not pick- I don't think he's going to win, but process kind of necessitated that. He had wins over Schiller. He was really good, so he had to be number one. But he was, yeah, so that was one. And then 285 was maybe the one that had the most craziness because he had Nelson losing several times. He lost to Kuhn. I think he lost to Telford and McMullen. McMullen, remember this? Remember the, the throat yeah. slit? That, um, was, that was a duel. Gwiz right. lost um, to Kuhn. Kuhn beat everybody. Kuhn beat Telford. Remember Kuhn how, beat Gwizdowski. Remember how on fire Kuhn started that year? That's what I was doing. Kuhn beat uh, Gwizdowski. I mean, I'm trying to help, and then you just want to. Gwizdowski, Felix, Telford, McMullen, Nelson. Did I say Gwiz? True. Was he beat True. Was that True Freshman? True Freshman, Adam Kuhn. He was number one, but then he, you know, he ended up losing. So what are we looking at? I mean, why, you know, it seemed like parody back then. Is it is it that our number ones aren't dominant, or is it our number ones are so far ahead of the rest of the field? Is it because we haven't seen the I matchups? Think I think it's that. I think it is some matchups because there are some where I see potential changes there. Um, but I think a lot of it is matchups. I mean, look at. Look at 285 that year, and just listen to the names: Nick Wazdowski, Tony Nelson, Bobby Telford, Mike McMullen, Adam Kuhn, all in the same weight. So yeah. a lot of awesome guys. So, 97 was a lot of guys around the same level, and uh, maybe they're not hitting quite as much, but um, I, I don't know what the what the answer is. 25 Gilman hasn't I mean, really. Rutherford, you know, you, Rutherford Steber is just crazy. But there was a Rutherford. There was a Rutherford to push a Steber. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's not a Rutherford to push a Rutherford. There's, a, there's not a, you know, there's True. not a Dean to push a, a Ruth. There could be, in the there form could of, be. in the form of a bone nickel. So some of it is what basically Willie just kind of pointed out. They haven't hit, and some of it is, the the construction of the weight. But even still, tone, so like thinking about Ramos's losses, thinking about Maple losing to Bustler. Some of it was just. Inexplicable. Mm-hmm. Tony Ramos losing to AJ Shop. He majored him the year before. Bryce Bussler, just a solid guy, but Kendrick Maple was the truth. So, no, I mean, sometimes we see, in that respect, new talent, new talent emerging, right? Because Gilman was sort of young then. Yeah, he was a freshman. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You don't. You don't see that now. It's like Gilman announcing his presence on that scene. I mean, I guess Brock could announce his presence Sunday, even further. Not that he's not announced, but he could be the number one guy after this weekend. I have an article coming up about that because 133 is the story of the weekend outside of this duel. Okay, so you want to jump into this duel, or you want to jump into um, everything else that's going on, and then we'll hit that one. Might as well jump. All right, Van Halen. 
Van Hager. You're Van Hager. No way. You are not. David. Halen all the way. Actually, You're 80s music. David Lee Roth. I don't like that music. Who? Yeah. You shouldn't, probably. Okay. Oklahoma State, Iowa, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Are you guys... I, I assigned you to do a, a whiteboard war. You... This is false. A couple weeks ago... This is, this is false. A couple weeks ago, you were on the verge of tears when Bracky and I did a whiteboard war. You're like, I invented them, and now I don't even get to do them anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, okay, Willie, would you please... You and Bader, could you do a whiteboard war? This is not even close to how it went down. Ballpark. Okay. <laughs> no, and, I and said, Vader, Paul's is dragging his feet on whiteboard wars. He doesn't do whiteboard wars anymore. Oh. I'm a little upset about it. How about me, you? We get the A team back together. We do a whiteboard wars. Okie State, Iowa, seven hours of Stillwater. Nail it. And Vader had to jump on a shoot, a jump on a flight to a shoot in LA. So we didn't do it. We arranged it for the Tuesday before he left. I remember I was there. Yeah, we did. It didn't happen. Things happen, Miles. So I don't know who's doing it. Am I mean Bracky? Who's doing it? You gonna let's th- we'll do ours here and you can do one with Bracky. I don't know. We'll we'll discuss and then get, Bracky needs to get a confidence boost. So I'm sure he'll get that after. Hey, the people here. Torching you. The people here at Flow too. Like, oh yeah, I love it. We gotta we gotta we gotta step up our game. You know we can't. We're not shooting shows in front of whiteboards. It looks janky and like that's so like you know ghetto and we're like yeah it's ghetto and our fans love it they love it it's just it's it's they love whiteboard the the two things the two things i get tweeted the most are like are you doing frl today and if there's a big duel coming up when's the whiteboard war are we getting a whiteboard war they love whiteboard wars so our whole company like our content team it's like banned um, from using whiteboard we're not allowed to shoot anything in front of whiteboard anymore it's too janky Except wrestling. we got a special dispensation. Wrestling can do whiteboard wars. We can forever, forever whiteboard wars. They're just awesome. Oh. Re- so wrestlers. Yeah. That's what makes wrestling people awesome. They're not yeah, too. They're not pretentious. What this is so you know whatever. This is not real media journalism. They're like no, it's awesome. It's simple yeah. whiteboard war. Write things. So that will be coming to you at some point. But until then, let's do it. Let's do the dang thing. Let's start at 125. Thomas Gilman, number one in the country, going to be taking on Nick Piccinini, New York, out of Strong Island. Tough guy. Man, Is he a four, I... four-time New York State champion? I don't know. I Pretty sure so. he's four. Four minimum. I think four. Um, I think, you know, Nicky Pick's fine. I think he's in an All-American conversation. But Gilman, you know, Gilman's the... Alpha male here, yeah. I think it's a t- it's a tough matchup for Piccinini for a, a lot of reasons. One, Gilman's super hard to get in on, but I think Piccinini will get the legs. It's not gonna be able to finish on that guy. Riding time. I think Gilman's gonna go out there, and he needs to go out there with a bonus point mentality, and that's that's what he typically does. If if he's not wrestling a, a Tomasello or a Megalutis, he goes out there and he's got a kind of a different how. I, now I know Piccinini and, and the Okie State staff aren't thinking this way, but mm-hmm. in, a, in a duel that could come down to a one bonus point, mm-hmm. you know, it could be it could be a 17-16 type of match. Um, they won't go out there with this mentality, but sitting back trying to handicap this, can can Nikki Pick slow the match down enough 
to prevent bonus. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Well, to, to prevent bonus, I don't. What I'm saying is, he's he cannot Piccinini cannot go out there with a don't give Clayford. Up. If he goes out right. there with that mentality, he will definitely right. either give up. A lot of stall points get stalled out. That's, it's it's going to completely unravel. He's got to go out with a scoring it's a mentality. Difficult. It's a little tif- difficult to articulate. I know what you I'm mean. Not saying, I know exactly what you mean. I'm not saying that he will go out there and wrestle that way. And if you're right, if he does, that's that's a recipe for giving up bonus. What I'm saying is, in the flow of the match, in the cadence of the match, can pitching any pass legs enough and cause stalemates enough that it, it ends up being a 10-4 match. It's possible. It's possible, but you know, you know, I think about the the Gilman Clamara. You know, he found his way to majors when he had to get him in those duels when I didn't think he would. You know, they had had close matches before. I just think it's just the way Gilman's wired. Uh Yeah, it's possible. Of course it's possible. Nick Piccinini is a super talent. But I just think this match this Sunday it's it's gonna be a bonus. Okay. Um, Are you going major tech pin decision? I'm gonna go four. I'm gonna go major. I it's you know it's I think it's probably a major or a pin. You know he just wears them out completely. But it's, I don't see that. I don't. Yeah. I don't see that. So what are you what are you going? I'm gonna go major. Okay, we're both going four zero. Clark Brock. Jesus, it looks like it, it's difficult for you now. Corey Clark, Corey Clark, the clear, not clear, uh, the number one guy coming he's in, the, right? Yeah, I think he's the clear number one. Okay, clear number one, but injured, haven't seen a lot of him, recently came back. Mm-hmm. Um, and And what do you make of a matchup with Brock? Brock's undefeated on the year. Mm-hmm. Um, beat Cody Brewer. An NCAA champion last year, got hurt. His only loss was a, a in his career was a default to um, Nation. That being said, he was getting handled. he was going to get he was going to get beat by Nation even if he didn't default. Um, just a really uh, just there's so much going on with this match, right? I mean, it, it would I think without any injury bug um, and seeing. Exactly who Clark was or is right now would give would have gave us more clarity to make an informed decision. Um, not that it's a, we're making an uninformed decision, but it would have gave us more data. Um, but with the with him being out, uh, I think it makes it more difficult. Give us your commentary first before we make our pick. I think I think it's a tough matchup for for Cade in a lot of ways, but. At the same time, it's like we're still – I know exactly about what Corey Clark is and where he's amazing what makes him so good. I am I know that Kay Brock is, like, immensely talented and has gifts and is probably unlike anyone that Corey Clark has ever wrestled. But you just don't know if all that elbow control stuff, if the pass buys, if the upper body stuff – that's cool you have all that stuff – is he going to get an opportunity really to, to use it? So I feel like I feel like it could be one where where Cade just like outclasses him and just like everything he does works on Corey Clark. But I'm leaning more towards he just gets shut down completely, and and Clark just kind of imposes his will. 
you know? Um, and for and when I say that, I'm not predicting bonus. I think it's going to be a, a relatively close match. I just think on the mat, I think from neutral, he's going to control positions in a way that that maybe he has an ex- Kate has an experience. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any really right answer going into this. And no. If if you think there's a right answer, you're either an Iowa fan or an Okie State fan, right? That's the way I see it. Um, I don't know that. I don't. I, I think an unbiased fan could say you feel strong about Clark. I could see that. I think he's. I think he's earned that kind of that level of respect. But I respectfully. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I, to me, and and maybe I do this too often. Is that I I go by recency. Mm-hmm. I go by recency, and um, sometimes it's to my benefit, and sometimes it's to my peril. I didn't like the way Cameron wrestled against Colton De Blasi. I picked him to lose at um, Midlands. Stupid decision based on one match, right? I haven't seen Clark. I don't know where he's at. I mean, listen, what guys. Is, what do you need to know about what Corey do I, Clark? What he's do been I wrestling need? for four years. He's, I, I, been, I know, the same, he's okay. been the same guy every year. I know two things. I know that Cade Brock is undefeated and an offensive juggernaut. And I know that 30 days ago, 45 days ago, they were talking about Corey Clark maybe missing his, his career's over. That was not... That was just the doomsday rhetoric from nobody connected to the situation. Okay. I mean, sure, but he's obviously not that. He's back for Michigan, and he beat the number eight guy in the country 2-0 in his first match back. And then he dominated uh, Austin Eicher, who was a MAC champion, two days later. There's a, there's so a thing. So I, I think we've got – you. I feel like we we know about what Corey Clark we get. We get the same guy every freaking time out. Mm-hmm. When has Corey Clark had a down match? Where I mean, he loses matches, but it's not like, well, what Corey we get? I mean, back when he was a twenty five pounder, he would have like weird wins where you know, the it, cut was wow. messing with him. But I, okay, I understand that. I'm not saying that we're gonna get some version of Corey Clark that we've never seen before. What I'm saying is. Is he in is he in seven minute shape? I mean, you can say that he is because he wrestled Amicic to a close match seven minutes. Um, I don't think that he's peak peaking. I don't think that he's in tip top shape. He couldn't work out for a long time, the way I understand it. I don't know that to be true. I don't know his, his workouts. He, he beat two guys. He beat two quality guys. He beat a top eight guy. He beat a guy that if Amicic and Cade Brock were wrestling Sunday. That's a pretty tough match to prognosticate. Sure, sure. Um, so, All right, so you're going Clark decision. I don't feel great about it. I'm uh, going. I'm going Cade decision. Boy, we're kind of role reversing our our clothing. Well, not that you. You're just you're just all in for America right now. So that's 33, 41. Topher Carton versus number one NCAA champion. Carton's wrestling well. Dean Hunt. He looks good. Carton's wrestling well. You know, every fan base. Every fan base when they when they get recruits, they get pumped up about it, right? I mean, every one of them. Um, and when I you find the good like why he could be a sleeper, yeah, why he yeah, could, right? So you, I do the same thing. You, you sign a you sign a, right Redskins. when when, when the, the Red, Redskins, Redskins get oh wow when the Redskins get draft pick. I mean the Redskins. I'm like, it's difficult to be optimistic about the Redskins, but you know when when. 
HTTR. When Virginia Tech signs a guy that's middle of the pack, they get excited. Hey, this could be he could be a really good contributor. Um, Penn State signs a you know Penn State. He could be our James English. Right, he could be our our James English. He could be Mm -hmm. a contributor. You know, there's message board things. When when Iowa got Topher Carton, I think they were way too optimistic. Um, I'm like, you gotta pump the brakes on this. But they were they were too optimistic. They were too optimistic about Brody Grothers too. I mean, you know, fans short for fanatic. Fans tend to be overly optimistic about some of the guys they have. Um, Well, now Carton has improved, 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 improved. And now he is, he is good. He is one of those guys that like. Congrats to you, Hawkeye fans, because you were optimistic about this guy, and he's legit. And we're, you know, the the whole thing was, wow, it's going to be Vince Turk. Oh, it's a huge blow. I don't know if Vince Turk beats this version of Topher Carton. That's I don't right. know. He could. He could. But I'm just watching this guy right now, and I'm like, maybe he would have been their best option, anyways. Yeah. He looks, I mean, he's insanely strong. He's if, in good shape. If Vince Turk can beat Topher Carton consistently, you got a good thing on your hands. You got, that's good problems. Right. But we're talking about Dean Heil right now. We're talking about the NCAA champ. He won it. He won it. And uh, he won it. It's fact. And I think – I don't think anyone's indulging this as an upset potential. I'm not. I think it's probably going to be – Numerically close, maybe it's like a six-one, yeah, f- you know, seven-two yep. ty- type of deal. Dean isn't, Dean isn't incredibly explosive, right? He doesn't put a lot of points on the board. Um, he's he's about he's like Sorensen level point scorer last he, year. He gets about maybe nine. You should put a lot of respect on Dean Howe's name. I well, I'm part of the problem. Right. I'm part of, hey, I I got issues to come to terms with, with with 141 and Dean. I think I messed up. Why? I don't think I should have picked McKenna. We both picked Joey. I think we messed up there. I'm I'm on. I normally I'll stick with my picks. I think I'm ready to jump. I think wasn't isn't was Dean mad at us for that? Dean was mad at us for something. No, not for. I doubt. I doubt he reads our previews. And predictions. I don't know. Well, he might. Um. So I anyway. I, I I think. I think it's a six-two match. Yeah. I think it's six-two match. So after three matches, I have it um, six-four Cowboys. You and have I, it seven-three Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Seven-three Iowa. Yes, I do. So not not the six shooters. This is the Terry Brands two. That's how he gets two. Sorensen Kalika. Now this is a match. Okay, we have mm. senior versus one twenty five senior versus freshman. One thirty three senior versus freshman. One forty one. We haven't seen before. So my point is, we haven't seen a lot of these matches. Okay. Sorensen Kalika. Seen twice. We've seen this before. Seen it before. What? Uh, um, walk us through their history. 6-1 in their first meeting. Um, well, they have actually a little more history than that in that they wrestled freestyle at universities. That was the only time Kalika was able to win in a match that did not have a lot of freestyle exchanges, which led me coming into last year thinking, 
Kamaka can go with all these guys. He can go with Sertzis. He can go with Sorensen. Was and that at universities in at Akron. Akron? So he won that one, but then he lost six one. It uh, grappled the gridiron, then four two in the semis. So it's like you kind of think. I mean, I I know Kamaka can go with him. I do, but I just think Sorensen is too solid. You just yeah. don't. There's not a lot of openings, and I I do think this will be the most contested match of their folk style um, series. I think it's going to be a, a really tight one, and there's there's upset potential here, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with this. It's a safe pick. It's a smart pick. The guy last year only lost to Zane Rutherford. I don't. Uh, I'm gonna stick with him. I'm gonna stick with Brand Sorensen. Yeah, I'm, guy going, that, I'm going Sorensen too. I, I like you. I think that um, Colkin can go with him. I think that you know it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like uh, I bet on Clemson the other day, not because I had a whole lot of confidence that Clemson would win. I knew that I I felt strongly that they could beat Alabama, mm-hmm. and so I I feel like. Kalika can win this match. Are they gonna have to cheat like Cle- will Kalika have to cheat like Clemson did? I don't know. Remember when they cheated and they're like, "Well, rules on the last play don't count." That's not always the case, but anyway, just in this case, just in that case, um, Kalika won't cheat. It guys. made me money. Yeah. Um, but you feel those feels? Oh I mean, yeah. I think Kalika can go with Sorensen. Mm-hmm. He could win the match. You pick. You pick Bama. You pick. You pick. Sorensen. Roll tide roll. Um, all right, so that makes it 10. You have it 10 3, uh, Hawks. I have it 7 6, Hawks. All right. Now we're going to 157. Michael Kimmer versus Joe Smith. Number two versus number five. Smith's five or six. Hey, you know what? Who was I talking to? I was talking to Mike Mao yesterday mm. about this. Uh-huh. In, and of, in and of itself, this is a huge match for the duel. It's a huge match. Oh, I know. A match that you just want to watch, right? Like if you could say, I want, I want, list list 20 matches that could happen um, at the NCAA Division One level. This I would pick, one. I would pick Kemmer and, and Joe as one of my most anticipated bouts, the match I would, would like to see the most. The seeding implications. The seeding implications are, I mean, listen, no one's going to admit this, none of those guys, but the real talk is you do not want to be the four or five seed. You don't want to be the four or five. You, you do, have to be You have to be two, three. Two, three, or... I, yeah, that's what I said. That's what six. I, that's what I said to Mike, too. Hey, but it better be the six. There's no way you can game up the six seed with you, this right? the you, way they see it. You have you no idea. You can't game the six, right? If you're if you fall into that five, six, seven, eight range, you could be anywhere. You're at you're at the committee's rolling the dice. You're at the committee's disposal. You know, you're at their whim. If you if you legitimately put yourself in the two or three, it's almost you can't deny that. Right? So the path here for Joe. So Joe, Joe right now is on the outside looking in. Kimmer's in position for the two, the pole position, as it were. So what Joe needs to do, he's got to beat him, but then he needs Kimmerer to go and continue and basically win out except for Nolf matches. But there's another, there's another factor in here, too. Everything you're saying is right. There's another factor in here, too. Cutler's going to be tested. 
Cutler has to beat Palacio. He he has to beat Palacio. Now and Palacio comes back and beats Cutler. What then, if what if Palacio comes back and he sneaks the two? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's crazy. exactly what I'm saying. I kind of hate that. I hate it too. I mean, I, Palacio, it's my guy. I love him. I love watching him wrestle. Right, but I don't think it's fair to miss the whole season, come back for EIWA's, beat, beat the, Jordan Cutler one match and get the two seed. He, I think it'll have to be twice. Well, if they wrestle him, if because I think they have the duel and they have EIWA's yet. So there's the duel that. this weekend, next weekend. I don't know. Duel soon. Not this weekend. Next weekend. Not this weekend. Oh my gosh. Our. <sighs> We have people. <laughs> Ray Machuca is so, absolutely insane. So think about all this, uh, right? In and of itself, it's a huge match, and it's a, it's huge for the duel. But so many implications for the seeding. Um, and I'll tell you what, too. So let's get to the actual breakdown of, of the dynamics of this match. And I think... It, to some extent, it's a little bit like you're gonna think I'm crazy for saying this, but technique-wise, there's a little bit of Clark Brock in this Joe Kemmerer match. No, no, because Smith Smith's big hole right now is his scrambling. Both those guys can scramble. Th- this is gonna come down to exchanges when Kemmerer gets in, when Smith gets in. And that's been an Achilles heel for Joe for for a while now. Kimmerer is just a little little better in those positions. That to me is where it comes down. Whereas for 33, it didn't come down to that. It didn't come down to the whereas like super slick, a lot of attacks versus Clark is fundamental, but he's also got a lot of scramble to him. Well, I think that Kimmerer. Kemmer and hot see that the Iowa Okie State thing. You could say this about a lot of matches. What's what's Iowa's deal? Forward, forward, forward. What's Okie State's deal? Elbow off and cha- level changes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, Kemmer is really good offensively, but it's still kind of a forward, forward, forward thing at this point, and it could open some holes for Joe. I don't think it does. I think I think everything Kemmer does. I think it's a really tough matchup for Joe. I really do. Um, I think he's just got to finish so fast. He's got to finish quick. I think that's a good point. Kimmer gets to yeah. Okay. I mean, everything's a scoring opportunity for Kimmer. Is how I view this match, whether it's his own attack or Joe's attack. I think best offense guy is probably Joe Smith. I think he's got the the best, the most elite leg attacks. I just think stylistically. This is problematic for him, and I worry. I worry about this matchup for for Joe Smith. And let's be fair. Smith right now is not wrestling as well as he did a year ago. Well, that's why I'm. That's what. Listen. Like I said earlier, I sometimes take a recency into too much, but I will always. I'll be consistent with that. I'm going with recency, and Joe did not look good at the scuffle, even in his wins. Um, I shouldn't say he didn't look good. Right. He didn't look in tip-top form. He didn't look as good as we've seen him. When you've watched him, right. when you watched him last year, when he he legitimately pushed Nolf at the scuffle yes. final. He took him down. He was coming late, okay? He got beat up pretty bad at NCAAs. But he was there. That's in what that I mean. Match. He was there in that match with Imar at Reno. That's you what know, I mean. He gave up that reversal and tilt, but he was in those matches. That's what I mean. So, um... I don't. 
Joe two weeks ago was not in tip top shape. Now maybe maybe in the last two weeks he just lived in the room and just you know he's he's back. And to maybe form it's just and, he needed but, a little more mat time. But number well, you're wrestling number two guy. You're wrestling number two guy in the country. You need to be in tip-top shape to beat the number two guy in the country. I'm taking uh, Michael Kemmerer. Yeah, I think I am too. Man. What's it, what's it? The pendulum, sometimes it just swings the other way, you know? What do you mean? Sometimes when everything looks like it makes sense. Uh, absolutely. You know? I mean, I we, feel like this is the obvious pick, and it's like almost too easy. It's like, yeah. hold on. Because, because coming into this year... If we had just seen no wrestling at this point, we would, we would have picked. We would have probably picked Joseph over if, Michael Kimmer. Yeah, that's and now true. and now we've we've seen a little bit of action, and we saw a Midlands final where that's what makes wrestling so great, though. Yeah, that's what's the that, best. Is that if everything always went according to script? If you know, there's a lot of really smart, educated wrestling fans out there, and they see what we see most of the time, and. Um, that's what makes NCAAs so great. Camera by decision. Wrestling so great is that people change. Wrestlers change. Situations change. You know, one guy, that's the thing about, that's the thing about historically, like, oh, this guy always beats this guy 4-2. to two. He always beats him 4-2. to two. You know what it always comes down to? One exchange. One exchange. One, Cody, Cody Brewer pins John Morrison. Right. After one, being owned his entire career. It, came, it comes down to one exchange. One one situation, one um, zig instead of the zag. One takedown that gets um, converted instead of a stalemate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, what's your decision? I had a decision for Michael, and I have it 10-6. Hawkeyes halfway through the duel. You have it 13-3. The only win coming from Dean Heil. Now we go to 165, and here's where where Oklahoma State can start. You know, coming back. Chandler Rogers. That's a big. 13-3, halfway through, you give him one win. It may very well could happen. Uh, it's just so I see it. All right. Okay. Chandler Rogers versus who could it be? Could it be Joey Gunther? Maybe. Could it be Skylar St. John? Maybe. Mm. Could it be Alex Marinelli? No, it's not going to happen. If it's Alex Marinelli, then. I'm reverse jinxing this. Does T-Ram, he has to do push-ups? Yeah, I hope he's ready. Hope he's been training. Just kidding. He's training. He trains while you sleep. Remember those shirts? I bet we you, should make an all-time. I bet you AJ could do more. I had a great idea for content. Don't let me forget it. The top ten lamest wrestling T-shirt sayings. Okay. Because we train wait. while you sleep was one of my favorites. Men wrestle, boys play basketball, or something. Yeah, or no. Uh, Men wrestle during boys. No, 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 no. It's like um. But wrestlers have them, basketball players play with them, or something stupid. There's so many. There's the possibilities are endless. There's some lame. There's, there's some, lame some wrestling terrible gear. wrestling. Fortunately, um, there's a lot of companies now, including the Rudis, that have cool wrestling gear. Because it used to be, hold my headgear while uh, I kiss your girlfriend or something. Yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's a classic. that's a good one. No, that's so. Why is, what's wrong with that, dude? Because the people that wear it always have shaved blonde mohawks. They're like, like affliction people. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. Anyways, somehow. A couple weeks ago, eh, maybe a month ago. We can't get into stories. We have 18 minutes. I, I'm not talking about okay. a story. Okay. Patience, young Jedi. It, we don't have a lot of time. We can go. We can do whatever we want. A couple weeks ago, Chandler Rogers, I was like, what is going on with this dude? 
He didn't look right. And now he's something in two. He's pinned Daniel Lewis. And it's an easy pick. It is. So make it. Um, well, first of all, who's your, who do you think goes? Not Derek, but Skylar St. John. All right. You think Skylar St. John goes? Why Why would Skylar St. John go and not Gunther Injury? Or just choice? Not choice. <laughs> Way to be not cryptic. Um, well, I, we, I, we all I, saw it. He was, oh, you know, he wasn't feeling so great after that Hughes win. I will. So then it's injury. Injury. I'll take Chandler Rogers by decision. I know that's going to surprise everybody. I, I'm not. I'm not projecting a pin. It could happen. He's a pinner. I ain't doing it. Chandler by it's fall. Just, it's just weird. Okay, Chandler by fall. You have it thirteen six. I have it ten nine. Definitely not thirteen six. Thirteen. You have it thirteen nine. There we go. Hawkeyes. I have it ten nine. Hawkeyes. Kyle Crutchmer versus Alex Meyer. According to Alex Meyer, they've wrestled like eight times, going back to high school. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they hit in Fargo and maybe junior duels and stuff like that. Uregan. Uregan. Dagestan bulbs on Crutchmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big dude. All right, so we saw this. We saw this last year, grappled the gridiron. Crutchmer, big move, headlock, up six, wins 11-10. And we've seen that. That's kind of a pattern with Crutchmer. Fast starter. We've seen it with Meyer. Slow starter. <clears throat> so look for look for that trend to continue. These guys are they're telling you who they are and how they operate, I think. Yeah, I don't see. I don't know. Uh, Crutchmer's my guy. Crutchmer's my dude. Mm-hmm. But one thing I don't get about him is he plays everything so close to the vest. Like, Except when he headlocks. I know, but that was a tight match. Listen, I'll say this. There's there's no doubt in my mind who the better wrestler is. That doesn't mean that it's going to play out that way. Like last year at Grapple, I thought Crutchmore win. The match was too close, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched who – did, who did he have in the scuffle semis? He like – Jadeen Bernstein. He didn't do anything. No, not – no, yes, it, it wasn't. Was. It was Ramos. It was the quarters where he had Bernstein. It was Bernstein. And, quarters. Okay, so it was quarters, and he didn't do nothing. Kyle didn't do nothing. Kyle didn't do nothing. And then it goes to overtime, take that right away. I mean, where, where was that earlier, Kyle? And so, um, in my opinion, Crutchmer is better. I don't – I root for Alex Meyer sometimes because I love his heart and his grit, but he, he, he just wrestles sloppy. Like, just here, here's my legs. Let's just, <laughs> let's just scramble around. Right? Yeah. You can't unsee Gordon Wolf, Alex Meyer. That was that, the greatest thing ever. That's the... We have... We should just run that match every day. It. We should just run that match every day. We need the whole thing, though. Just the whole thing. Let's just pay up. Let's go for it. It's awesome. So, yeah. I'm... So, make pick your pick. Crutchmer decision. Correct again, Willie. I think it's a Crutchmer decision, but there's no way you can feel that confident in it. There's not. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't feel... You should not feel very confident in that pick. I I mean, again, recency. Did you see... 
Neither of them are wrestling that great. Crusher's not wrestling. Crusher's not wrestling that great. I've seen Crusher wrestle far more offensively. This is not like a. This is a current thing with Kyle. Kyle has had many times where he's been supremely offensive. How is? How do you watch Kyle Crutchmer wrestle and you say he's not wrestling that great, but then watch Alex Meyer and say he's he's. I mean, it looks what like anybody I... could get in on Alex Meyer's legs. Yeah. I, that doesn't instill confidence in me. <laughs> All right. I mean, Miles Amin's good. Did you watch that match? It's not. It's uh, Miles Amin is good, and it's not about. It's not about Alex Meyer lost to Miles Amin. It's it's about how he lost. Okay. I mean, I'm cool with it. Okay. Shoot shot. Now, could this be the most team score recap? Team score recap. Christian Piles has the Hawkeyes winning 13-12. I have I have Oklahoma State winning 12-10. Okay. Now, Nolan Boyd, Sammy Brooks, part 3. They split. What was the, they split? What was the last one? Brooks won. Mm-hmm. No. Boyd won. Brooks threw himself on his back. And then the time before that, it was like a... Oh, so that was the last time they wrestled two years ago? Yep. Me and, me and Bracky were there for that. Because Boyd wrestled 97 at, at Grapple of the Grid. Ah, that's right. That's right. But they didn't hit at NCAAs. They didn't hit at anything else. Gotcha. So, yeah, we were there for that one, and, and Brooks looked to be in control. I mean, it was a good scrap. But then Brooks made an error. He did. Um, but that's so long ago, right? So long ago. I, I mean, mean, Boyd didn't place that year. Boyd went one and two that year, and Brooks was around the 12. Now they're, So it's kind of like, mm, what do you make of that? Well, yeah, does that even matter? Does it even matter? I think it does, because I think they're both approximately I think similar. I think these guys are about even. And this is the toughest one for me. Yeah, I think it's the toughest one, too. I think it's the toughest one, too. This is... But, but the whole duel could come down to it. I, th- I think whole it might. The whole duel probably does come down to it. It probably will. I'm taking Boyd. He's at home. That's all I got. Hmm. Give me Sammy. Sammy Brooks. I don't know why. Oh, you got Sammy Brooks. Okay. So you got, uh, what do you, you got? 16-12. Uh, Whatever I would have just said, I would hate it immediately. And I hate it immediately that I picked that. And I would have hated it if I said no, boy, because I just don't. I like to feel good, and I just I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like match. they're the same guy. I feel like they're the exact same guy. No. No. I feel like both of them get by on grit. <sighs> you would say grit. They 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 get by. They don't get by on grit. No boy gets by on on, on leg attacks. And Dude, no boy doesn't stop fighting. Either just Sammy, Sammy Brooks. And that's not what I just said. Just because they both wrestle hard doesn't mean that's what they get by on. They, Sammy Brooks is like one of the most skilled upper body guys at this weight. Not the most, but well, one of. He's not wrestling. He's really, really good from his. He's not wrestling Andy Besick. He's, you moron. He's uses underhooks to get the leg attacks, re- and also he's has a great reattack. Which makes me think, Nolan Boyd, volume shooter, hmm, could be tr- could be problems, could feed him right into what he wants. I'm going, I'm going Brooks. I'm going Boyd, and I and I actually feel pretty good about it. All right, 
So he's just got more grit since they're both just grit guys. No, Christian. Oh, I thought it was more grit. I thought was, I thought this one came down to grit. Cash Wilkie. Is it Wilkie or Wilk? Cash Wilkie. Okay. Versus Preston Watt. Remember when someone sent a strongly worded email about me saying Brady Berge's name wrong? Yeah. I it, thought it was Berge. It is Berge. Well, that guy was awful mad and pretty sure that it was I was. Burge. I don't know. I was. I don't know what he's talking about. Why are we talking about Brady Burge? Well, because Wilkie said it's that E at the end. It would be nice if you spelled it right on here. That'd be good too. It's, you know, so you can't spell it or say it. It doesn't matter. I know it's C K E. I just call him Cash and get it over with. Money cash, Wilkie. So I'm going Weigel here. Spoiler alert. Duh. Now this is... What's the score? Hold on. Give us the team score recaps. Uh, Both of us are taking Weigel. Hold on. Oh, look. He's going to change his picks because that's what the scoreboard says. Absolutely not. No, I'm saying it's not necessarily going to be a decision. You don't think Preston Weigel can get on top and tilt up cash Wilkie? Because I believe that is entirely possible. I've seen... Preston Weigel win 3-1. Remember that time he was just didn't score in the second period? Remember, remember that time he was up 14-0 at that point? <laughs> yeah. And he won by Tech that match. Yeah, I know. Sometimes, so that's the most points you can win by. Sometimes Preston Weigel doesn't match. do much. I'll take, I will take Preston by major. Okay. I'm taking him by decision. Taking him by decision. You. Uh-oh. You have it. You have it. Twenty to twelve. Twenty twelve, for who? I think is that right? No. I might, that might not be right. It's strong. Wait, that. did you take Brooks? Yes. Remember, it was a grid off. Okay, so uh, that's wrong. I have an eighteen ten. I have an eighteen ten Cowboys. What do I have it? You have it. Oh that was that was thirteen twelve. I You have a fifteen. 13. Oh, that's what 15, I'm about. You have a 15 13 going into cash. Okay. So 15 13 in favor of Hawkeyes? No. Oh my gosh. Oklahoma State? Yeah. I think my math could be off here. Sounds like it's 17 15 then. Whatever. We don't care. Nobody cares what you Well, pick. it matters for heavyweight. Okay. Well, talk about this heavyweight. Talk about heavyweight and I'll do the math. All right, real style contrast here between Sam Stoll and Austin Schaefer. Sam Stoll, one of the biggest, one of the biggest strong, uh, biggest strongest. That's good, good word usage there. Um, one of the strongest guys out there, amazing with underhooks. Schaefer, strong leg attacks, nice single leg, athletic for the weight. Um, my opinion, it's going to be a real. Unless Schaefer can make this match all about space and, and one leg attack, I, I think it's a real problem for him. Because I see I see a couple things happening. Schaefer working from space and having to either shoot or continue to back up. If he continues to back up, he's going to get hit for stalling frequently. If he shoots, he's playing into what, what else makes Sam Stoll very dangerous. Some of the best go-behinds at the weight. So I think it's a uh, a number of problems for Austin Schaefer, who I think is super, and I think has got some of the best leg attacks at this weight, but I just think it's not going to matter. And the shots, 
are, are going to be his demise if he takes them, or he's going to have to operate from space because he can't tie up with that. Sam Stoll's a problem. He's a problem. I mean, he, you know, he, I don't think he can. And he'll get mad that I say that, but I don't. I don't think he can beat a Snyder or, or you know, those. You know, I don't know how mad you can get when you say he can't beat Olympic champion, but. Well, I'm sure Sam thinks he can beat everybody. Yeah, that's but, true. But in that next tier, he's a, he's he could be the best of the next tier because he, he's big, he pos- positions well. For a big guy, he, is, he moves his feet well. He he cuts off the mat. He moves you around. Um, he's excellent. I'm taking him here. Decision. I'll go decision as well. What, what was um? So it's gonna come down. to... Well, you don't have it that way. You have a stool locked up coming into heavy. Yes, I do. But that's. I'd be surprised if that was the case. You have it, nineteen sixteen Hawks victory. So we're tied going into heavy. That's what you have it. I have it eighteen thirteen. Now for who? For Oklahoma State. But look, that's 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 so, a Cade Brock win. So yeah. If Cade loses in your s- scenario, if Cade loses, if, if then Corey Iowa Clark, wins. Yes. So it's gonna come down to one match, somewhere it's along the line. It's gonna come down to one match. It's gonna come down to Clark, Brock, Kemmer, Smith, Boyd, Brooks. Or potential bonus. Bonus could swing it with with Chandler. Well, that's why you have it so close. That's why it's so close. Chandler Rogers. You have one, two, three. Four, five. You have six wins for Iowa. Mm-hmm. You have six wins for Iowa and a and a fall for Okie State, which is why it's a nineteen thirteen. Yeah, nineteen sixteen. So that's that. We uh, figured that one out. Nailed it. I did it at least. Actually, I have no idea. It's gonna be. No idea either. That's why you. That's why you go. That's why you watch. That's why they wrestle the matches. That's why they wrestle the matches. Classic classic wrestling guy talk um but i think there is some other wrestling going on this weekend yeah let's tell us that's allowed tell the people about that missouri versus cornell will gabe dean bump up to jane cox no could we see dylan palacio at 57 against joy lavalley that is an intriguing match and this is a match you talked about the seeding implications if um palacio goes ahead and drops one here then that's like kind of one less obstacle for Joe in his quest for the two or three. Um, so monitor that. Or if Palacio goes 65, Palacio Daniel Lewis. Interesting match there. Yeah, that's it's interesting too. You have any intel on that? Intel on what? Is Palacio going 65 or 57? I figure he's going. They're not going to take the spot from Womack. Well, maybe they will. They can't do anything else. I mean, what if he can't get down? What if he's like, I can't, I'm not a 57 anymore? He'll get down. I know, I think so, think so too. But it's it's goofy when you make 65, then you have to weigh in. You know what I mean? Then you have this dissension. Thing. Then you got to weigh in at like 60 against Daniel Lewis. That's fun. Yeah. Ideal. Nathan Tomazello versus Zane Richards. I, I Personally, I'm going to learn a lot. That's, that's learning a lot for me. Because if, you know. Because you're a NATO hater and a Richards hater. Chronicled. No, if NATO wins, then you. What's NATO's best win at 33 this year? Mitrich. Yeah. Who's eight, right? Mm-hmm. So we learn where he's at. Yes, we do. Great match. Great match. 
Excited for that one. Will we see Bo versus Brunson? Bo Jordan. Why wouldn't we? Because we don't see Bo Jordan wrestle a lot of matches. Right. But against, that's, that's, against good people. That's the only thing, right? You don't have intel that's like, No intel. Oh, Bo, Bo might not As go. far as I know, he's healthy, ready to go. But he's he just has a... I think it's a toe thing. That is just... I think it's chronic. The it's thing just like, that from two years ago? I, I just think that's something... Was it turf toe? I don't think it's turf toe. It I could, think it was. I think it was ligaments. Whatever it is, it's just something that he's going to have to, like... Deal he, he's going to have to deal with it, I think, just for good. He's got all right, so problem. I guess we don't have really time to do willy picks and all that stuff, but NATO's saying who you got. NATO. Um, Brunson Bojo, who you got? Bo. Who you got, Nato Zane? Nato. Okay. Michich Montoya. Oh, Inigo. Mon- Montoya's wrestling really well. He's also a savage. He's wrestling really well. He talks about taking people's heads on Twitter on a regular basis. He's he's out of pocket, and I love it. I love when they go out. He's of out of control. He partied on Zane Richards. It was it was offensive. What um? Who are the best on Twitter? Palacio, mm. Downey. Yeah. Basically, the Anti-Clown Task Force is also awesome on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Palacio, I think, actually, uh, underrated tweeter is Imar. I find him to be very funny. Imar is good. He's funny. He gets <laughs> it. What? <laughs> Pat Downey. Pat Downey is very interesting. This one showed up in my feed because he quote tweeted me. Do not follow him. But he, he called both. Why would you not follow him? He's great. I don't care what he thinks, I guess. He said he uh, he called Bo Nickel and TJ Dudley bums. So that happened. It's great. Yeah. He, I don't think he said that. Kyle Brackey is claiming that he Pat did, Downey he said he was beat Sag a lot. He said something about No. Are you sure that yeah. wasn't someone else? No. He said he could beat Sag a lot. In some variation. Of in that. some variation that he could beat. So... Um, he says a lot of things that are out out of pocket. That's why you follow him. That's why it's great. I don't know why you don't follow him. Why? Because he gets mad at you because rankings or something? He doesn't care about rankings, but he tweets about rankings all the time. It's an interesting dynamic. Follow him. You should follow him right now. No. Okay. Mitch is Montoya. Who you got? I'm get, I've got Montoya. Uh, the mat's the difference. Give me, give me Montoya. He's just a little too good from the top position. Burger Murphy. Burger, but ooh, it's gonna be tough. Burger, yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, I think everybody's taking Medbury over Krells, but that's a good match we had to mention. It was a good match at Vegas, surprisingly. Yeah. I was like, Medbury will steamroll him. Psych. Mike Krells. Guy gets play no us love. Out. Play us out. What does that mean, play us out? I'm going to play us out here, guys. Get this music going. There we go. Oh, boy, we thank you so much for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. 170 episodes strong, Willie. Tip of the cap to you, my good friend, and tip of the cap to you at home or wherever you are listening. Thank you so much for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We will be back Tuesday, come heck or high water, provided Willie can get back from seven hours of Stillwater. Thoughts and prayers to the RV operation. Big weekend on Flow, eight live events, Blair Sim Friday. Oklahoma State, Iowa, live on Flow Wrestling Sunday. We will see you next Tuesday. Thanks, guys.